Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, June seventh, two thousand twenty-three. Today on the Ether, Omniflix, Flix Talk, Episode seventy-one. Let's take a listen. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Uh, people from various time zones, you know, welcome to Flix Talk seventy-one. Uh, this is a Twitter space that happens every week where we discuss details about our engineering, design, media, community, and basically everything happening in the Flixverse. Firstly, a huge shout out to the Flix crew, Flix fanatics, our node hosts, creators, collectors, partners, communities, and builders building on the OmniFlix network. Special thanks to Terra Spaces for archiving these spaces and distributing them for on-demand consumption on the Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Music. With that, uh, you know I see that we do not have Chetan here. Uh, you know we'll go ahead with community updates uh, by Chetan and the team. Uh, and the Flix crew a bit later, but uh, today I think we can start off with uh, Mani, who is here representing the Flix fanatics, and uh, we'll share a few updates uh, about all the activities that uh, Flix fanatics has worked on. So Ken, we can start off with this, then move on to Tabu app, and uh, then move on to the engineering updates. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, guys. Good evening. Good morning. Wherever you are from. So. So, so yeah, for first time, very glad to see the all the community updates, community and everybody waiting for Flix drop. So like uh, yeah, for first we'll pull, first I'll go through the well. I mean, as you guys know, like uh, we are the Flix fanatics. Uh, we are from the fanatics sub DAO within the OmniFlix. So for in the last one week, wow, what are the activities Flix fanatics fanatics sub DAO is involved in? So. So first, like, I mean, uh, if you guys remember, like uh, last, uh, last Saturday, we have a Zile, we, we have a Zile streak. So where we, we, where we assign some tasks and give some XP points and, and reward with some flicks and NFTs. So the people who are aware and, uh, aware and uh, know about, uh, I mean, uh, know about Zile, please go and follow and uh, check out the Zile tasks. And, uh, Recently, from the last Sunday, uh, just like every Sunday, we have the Flix Quiz 51. So where uh, where we where we go where we have the two rounds of Flix Quiz, one in Discord and one in Telegram. So so like I mean, the winners for the uh, for the Flix Quiz has been announced. So like uh, we will we will distribute the rewards to them. And the one beautiful thing about the Flix quiz in general is so it is a time where a lot of people i mean a lot of community people out of like uh, generally even though they are silent uh, they, they come at the flix quiz time show that okay i mean uh, they are they are uh, in the community despite despite not being active on the daily basis yeah but like that's a great sight to see especially whenever flix quiz is happening but like yeah 
uh, and uh, every monday we uh, we generally have a, a creators ama so like this uh, for this creator ama so we invited uh, we invited a creator unfortunately uh, the creator i mean the uh, creator got some time issues so the that is the reason this month uh, this, sorry this monday we we have to cancel the creators ama first we have to apologize uh, community for community who have been waiting for that for that day and and we'll make sure we'll make sure every creators ama as we go by happens uh, happens on the regular intervals so hey money like sorry uh, why did you have to cancel just wanted to understand creator didn't show up like uh, i mean we can postpone uh, but yeah okay creator didn't show up no problem yeah thank you thank you for the update sisol is ready with the hatchet yeah but but if the i mean we, we will see if uh, we can get this uh, sometime with the same creator where we can uh, postpone the quiz to the thursday or uh, someday where we didn't have the other activities thank you thank you man i appreciate you man uh, and also and also i would like to welcome super so like uh, i mean i'm not welcoming him i like uh, him to speak specifically but like uh, after 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 few days of uh, bad health and finally super is back so cheers to super and and uh, yeah i wish everybody do the same just going to say i wish i had a soundboard <laughs> <laughs> i was i wish there could have been like a soundboard prepared for for he's a jolly good fellow for he's a jolly good fellow it would have been perfect to play for uh for that moment right there but hey at least I start, at least you got to hear my singing voice and that's why i don't sing on any music that i make um but uh you just made my day <laughs> i appreciate it I, 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 i like to know i make people happy so um now sisla uh, back over to you uh we have the big updates surrounding engineering and we've got um are we going to be taking up the community updates for chaten or did uh manny cover that already manny covered that already essentially um so we're going to uh, go to the yeah. Yeah, by all means, let let's do it. Uh, normally I'd be I'd be by all means fine to just sit and wait, but I do have a hard stop a little later, so I think that's what Sisla's thinking. Yeah, no, for but, sure. Yeah, let's, uh, let's dive in. Yeah, you told me a little bit about Taboo when uh when I spoke to you last on in the spotlight. Um so how's the transition been with uh with that project like you know, you coming on there and uh doing I imagine marketing of sorts for them? What do you what was your role there? Yeah, um Actually as a super quick aside just cuz I think it's funny it's here when I made the this is Timmy speaking not not taboo necessarily when I made like the Tenderbent Timmy account got into all this I was very much just a just a person I have no like building experience no uh anything of that sort and the more I think about it um Sisla you are actually one of the primary reasons I think that I'm building Spark IBC Interchain Info that I'm now on the Taboo team and I'm loving every minute of it. Uh very early on when I had like 200 followers or something, Sisla despite being, you know, a larger figure in the community, a project founder, he got on a call with me. He like showed me some of the stuff that he was working on and just made me feel like incredibly welcome and like, you know, anyone could do anything in the cosmos if they kind of had the right connections and motivation. Um so it's just cool to kind of come full circle. Now I have a full-time web3 job with something I'm super passionate about, a wallet in particular. So I won't go any longer there, but I think it's funny that I'm here today in an official capacity and it is partly because of you, my friend. Um but yeah, so what I do for Taboo, 
uh, I got hired on as marketing lead for this and another unannounced project. I hope I don't get in trouble for saying that, but um, there's something else cool coming too. Um, but honestly, I, I've kind of just become like a general right-hand man. So I'm like helping with logo design, UX feedback, a little bit of like team management, uh, you know, connections and networking. Um, and I'm I'm really enjoying it. I think wallets, as I can we can explain uh, in the rest of this talk, is something I'm really passionate about more so than a lot of like protocols. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, I'm kind of just one of I do a lot of things here for Taboo, but mainly try and focus on marketing. <laughs> I I completely feel you. Um, so now, when you see something like what happened with uh, Atomic Wallet recently. How does that like make you feel? And like, you know, what do you think when you see that? Yeah. So this is where things get hard for me because I'm personally everything Web3 related you could think of except a dev. <laughs> you know, I'm an investor, um, like an educator, passionate about the tech, but I'm not a dev. So like when those things happen, it, it's very, it's very odd for me because obviously as soon as that news broke, um, I was like, Oh God, like taboo. Like, and so I did, you know, message my boss. Uh, I was like, like, like how many, how many audits are we doing? And like, you know, uh, by who and that kind of stuff. Um, and I, w I wouldn't say it's the main reason, but actually we, we would have been live already except for, we kind of all had an internal discussion. We were like, let's just quadruple check everything. And also a uh, little kind of bonus is it gave us some extra time to integrate some extra chains for launch, such as Omniflix. So kind of a win-win, but I don't know how to feel about it. Like wallets in general. <laughs> wallets in general are odd though. I, I don't have any personal thoughts like the atomic thing is awful, but I don't even, you know, understand the nuances of it enough to speak to how taboo might, you know, prevent it or operate differently. I know it's obviously on our devs radar. We've learned a lot since like, the whole industry has learned a lot since atomic wallet was first made. Um, so so we're doing our best. We, we have the people who actually know what they're talking about looking into it. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm on the same boat as you. Um, you know, when when things happen in the dev world, there it's like almost like a helpless feeling because, you know, you can't help. And uh, it's like, well, shit, I, I can't help. So um, I guess, you know, you, you just you trust the team and then they usually pull out, you know, pull out the, uh, the rabbit out of the hat and everything works out. So um, I'm sure you're experiencing some similar sentiments. Um, but what's the difference between Taboo and Kepler and Cosmos Station and Leap? Like, how do you guys differ and stand out from the others? A couple different ways, but I think they all fall under the same umbrella of we're trying to make Web3 feel more like familiar TradFi Web2 experiences. So the analogy I've continually used is right now with Kepler, let's say. Uh, you're in Kepler and you want to load up Osmosis to do a swap. That UX, it feels natural to us, right? So some of you might think I'm crazy at first, but think about your parents or your friends that are not crypto native. They load up this wallet and, and then like tap on Osmosis and it takes them to like a whole other site that's in like an embedded web browser. And suddenly they're like, what is this? This isn't my wallet. Like, let's say they hadn't heard of Osmosis before. We kind of think it's analogous to if when you went in your mobile banking app, and you went to make a transfer to a friend or another one of your accounts or another bank, instead of just doing it right there in the app, 
when you clicked transfer, it took you out of the app and brought you to like the ACH clearinghouse website or Swift, the Swift payment protocol, whatever the bank would use to do the transfer. And it's like, here, you do it there. And there's a reason it doesn't work like that, right? My, my mom would have, doesn't even know what Swift or ACH is, doesn't know what Osmosis is. But for example, I have set her up a wallet. She has a Kepler. She's asked me a couple times, like, how would I go about like swapping? Like she's somewhat interested, right? And so I have shown her, you know, like you load up Osmosis, you do this and that. Um, but it's kind of dawned on much of us and our team that how it should work is just native wallet UI. Everything looks the same. You have the ability to connect to any site you want with Wallet Connect should you choose. Um, so you can load up like the full version. But taking uh, Osmosis as an example, I'll just run with that one. Instead of loading up Osmosis in Taboo, you'll just go to our swap section, which is called the tabulator. And you just point to one coin that you own, you know, whatever chain it's on, whatever coin it is. And you say, I want it to either move to this chain or be swapped into this coin and then move to this chain. Um, and, you know, it just figures the stuff out under the hood. So it'll look at where your funds coming from, where are they going? Uh, should it go through osmosis? Should it go through some other decks? And just like abstracting the Web3 part of it away. So just there in your native wallet interface that you're hopefully already used to, you can do swaps and you can view your NFTs. So you just have an NFT section that shows, um, you know, your OmniFlix NFTs, Stargaze will obviously add support for um, other platforms in the future. But so I think those are a couple specific examples, but our overall goal is like, let's rethink the UX of Web3 and let's make it more abstracted, streamlined uh, and simplified. Uh, then beyond that, we're also just, uh, Weirdly, not a lot of Cosmos wallets have like true wallet connect support, where even if we haven't integrated a certain project, but you can still load up their site and use wallet connect uh, either in our browser or through a camera with a QR code if you're using like a desktop. That's huge. Um, That's huge. Because like wallet connect is um, it kind of is almost like the uh, like the, the life vest sort of, of when you're like trying to get in, you know, navigate Web3. So uh, that's huge. Yeah, there's very few common denominators in Web3, and Wallet Connect's definitely one of them. And I think someone on our team kind of noticed that early on and was like, this this should definitely be an integral part here so that, you know, uh, novice users can just stay in the app, do everything in the way I described, but then power users also get the full benefit. You know, we don't have to have customly integrated anything for you to still be able to access it with your wallet. That's very cool. Uh, congrats to you guys on that. When do you have an? Can you drop like an anticipated launch date, or um, is that too much alpha? You know what? If I can go off the info I've been told, and I've not been told it's private, um, we are almost surely to release by the end of this month. Um, in fact, I mean, like I've said, I've heard for sure this month, but I'll add in the almost certainly because it's a sure. wallet, and uh, I think it's yeah. <laughs> I think it's safe to safe to always take your time and double check things. So if something comes up, you know, we we would postpone. We're not going to be rushing anything. Everything's going to be open source, blah, blah, blah. But in theory, you guys should be able to play with Taboo within the next couple of weeks. Yeah, that's great. Uh, where does the name come from? That is a great question. I wish. Um, let me shoot a quick message and see if Brandon can join, who is sort of my partner and boss and all this. He came up with it and I know sort of the core of it um, comes from like crypto being thought of as taboo and almost embracing it. 
Um, and then also, there there is some connection uh, with with like the tabulator, uh, which is what we call the sort of. It's not just a, a swap aggregator, swap and breakage ag- aggregator. The thing I described earlier of just get any coin anywhere else or into any other coin. Um, there, there's some tie in there that, that my boss came up with that was kind of personal to him. But in general, it was just riffing off like, OK, if everyone's going to be calling crypto taboo, let's sort of do two things. One, take that name, spell it differently and more fun, and also build something that proves it's not taboo. It can be safe, seamless, intuitive, etc. That's uh, no, that's pretty cool. I mean, the interesting thing with like crypto being taboo, like people typically think of taboo as like a, almost like a like negative in a sense, but or depending on you know the way the the person, I guess you could say. Um, but when you take the uh like fun and bring it back into the name that's always a good thing you can do in mar- like marketing wise yeah and you know and we we also have the because we spell it different right that's what i meant, we'll hope I to meant make, yeah yeah we'll hope we, we've already made that distinction in some of our marketing and a lot of our language going forward is like you know people say crypto is taboo spelled with two o's we're here to prove it's it's taboo that kind of thing you know? oh i love that that's awesome man that's, that's yeah great. Yep. that's great that's good branding um, Sisla, do you have any questions for him? Mm-hmm. Or if uh, you don't, so guys, can I cut in? Like, I have one question. Oh yeah, ask. Yeah. So, like, there is there is one problem with current wallets, and we have also raised this. Like, if a validator is in inactive set, then it is hard on on mobile interface to delegate to them. Like in Kepler. You, it's you, they don't show inactive validators on mobile interface, and even on desktop, you have to switch to inactive and then go there and then de- delegate there. So, like, you can you make it easy for people to delegate to be validators in inactive set? So that's the only way they can come in active set, right? That's a beautiful question. Two two answers. One, yes. More more elaborate answer. I'm not 100% sure if we have that at launch, although it's it's been talked about. I know it's on our radar uh, or like in our pipeline. But in a bigger sense, yes, just as in one of the other things that we want Taboo to sort of be differentiated from is just hearing feedback and requests like that and responding to it. So like, let's say that wasn't already on our radar in our pipeline. That's a fantastic idea. You brought it up. Like right after this meeting, I would go and say, hey, we're adding this to our to do list. Like this is a great idea. Communities asked for it. But yeah, and that, that's a fantastic uh, little nuanced thing that I don't think people often run into. But when they do and they find that it's hard to do on mobile, it's super frustrating. Right, thanks, Marty. Thanks for the question. Yeah. Yeah, that was a very good question. I was actually uh, looking myself for uh, the Citizen Cosmos validator, uh, and I, I could not find it on any mobile wallet, so I had to go to my desktop to do that. So that, that was a very good question. Uh, Cisla, do you have any uh, questions you'd like to ask, or do you want me to continue? Yeah, please go ahead. Yeah, so one of the other questions I had for you, uh, when when you like say your competitors or your you know the people that the projects that you um you identify most with obviously wallets but you also have the the swap aggregator so would you you know look at yourself more as a like uh coin hall type project you know given that or is it more of a hybrid that's a great question so i think the best way to answer that is in 
the name we chose for this account I'm speaking from right now. Um, you know, we just just using the Twitter accounts like should be taboo wallet, taboo, you know, what else? Um, and something that sort of the the leads of the project here have been referring to it as internally is not even a wallet, but a super app. Um, maybe kind of a new thing. There might exist things like this in other ecosystems. But, you know, it's it's very much a wallet. You can generate a uh, new address, keys, store, import existing ones. But it's also just sort of an all-in-one doing hub. So between, you know, the two examples we've given so far, your NFT section, where full disclosure, at launch, the way the NFT section will work is you can see all your NFTs, you can see all their attributes, stats about them. Um, but if you want to list them or like interact with them, you will have to load up the actual D app for Omniflex or Stargaze. But even that is on our agenda to change. So you'll be able to do that right just in the app seamlessly. So in a way, it's a little ambitious, but I think we're going after a a new designation, like not just a wallet, but sort of an all-in-one super app. Oh, very cool. So now in terms of the NFTs, will there be uh, like data that you were able to crunch with this, uh, like a la TFM, or is it just you know straight up? You can see the uh, the NFTs on there. What, what what kind of what kind of data are you thinking? So like when you look at an NFT in the Taboo Wallet, you would see you know how rare it is right. in the collection, its yeah. its attributes, how rare. Yeah, you you would get that stuff. I'm not sure. Did TFM do some more advanced stuff? Yeah. No, I was just curious, like, what kind of, yeah. like, uh, data they'll be there for, like, you know, if there's, like, price activity or, uh, like, you know, floor price and stuff like that uh, for each individual. Uh, yep, yep. So floor price for the collection, right. that kind of stuff will be shown. But actually, I think this sort of area is a perfect example of where, like, we want feedback. Like, like specifically in terms of, like, prioritization, you know, long term, like, we want to we wanna add all the cool features, people say. But once we sort of launch and we have uh, channels open for feedback, which we can talk about a little later, it ties into the NFTs. Like, in that NFT section, we're going to want to hear what features people feel are missing or which ones they want to see added first, whether it's something more custom, like a, like a price action alert or something basic that maybe we've forgotten so far like we do have floor price and attributes and stuff but uh there, there might be something and, and we want to be really responsive and quick to add and change those things when we get community feedback understood um well yeah thank you does anybody else have any questions for uh tenderman timmy or i should say timmy from taboo yeah one idea i think you should try with like and most of the wallets what we see is like top validators on our and then the same way we go, like on basis of their stake, right? And you guys might try different things in there. So people can delegate to lower guys and lower in the active set. You can, guys can try. We will yeah, like if you're doing sorting, sort like how we present validators and such. Do you mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's something we've heard a lot about, like uh, not just us, you know, personally at Taboo, but just across the interchain, you know. Um, I think there's one protocol that I think it's Restake that does it really well. And we want to kind of model off of where it's like, I might, be, I might be misspeaking here. Maybe it's not Restake, but there's some model that kind of did a shift recently where it's like semi-random, which validators are shown. Um, there's like some influence to their uptime and stuff so that like a shitty validator isn't being put at the top of the list. But uh, we really like that. We, we totally want to help decentralize networks and drive delegations to you know, the middle and bottom of the set when possible. 
Oh, and also, like, actually, perfect to build off that. One of the reasons I think people aren't too apt to delegate lower in the set, especially in Cosmos, is because you have so many different chains, LP pools, staking assets, whatever that you're managing, that there's this fear of, oh, if, if this validator falls out of the set because they're kind of on the lower end, I just have to hope and pray I hear about it on Twitter exactly. or, see it or come and check my wallet. I think that's a huge so, problem, too, because yeah. like it, it really kills um, you know, validators that are trying to, you know, if, if somebody wants to go and start a validator of their own, there's a lot of barriers to entry. And it almost is like prohibitive of people um, or it makes it like prohibitive for people to, you know, to delegate to a new validator that might wanting, you know, be wanting to get started and has, you know, lots of great ideas for the community. But now they can't get any delegators because people are afraid that they're going to not get their staking rewards. So they'd rather just go with a safe bet. That's like the most anti-decentralization thing you can do, I feel like. Yeah. So and, and what's weird is I... I don't think anyone's at blame in that situation, right? Like it, it's a logical thought to make. It makes sense. You want to protect your assets. Right, um, a lot of people probably think, you know, I'm such a small holder. I'm not really going to contribute to decentralization on my own if I go with a little guy. Um, but one step we're taking to somewhat remedy that is alerts. So if you're staked to a validator that falls out of the active set or gets jailed, um, you'll you'll get a push notification or an alert through the app on your phone. And then something that isn't officially like on our radar or anything, but I've been kind of talking about and we're exploring is setting up a fallback where it basically says if any of my delegators or if any of the validators I'm delegated with fall out of the set, automatically redelegate my stake to this designated like safe choice that's bro that'd be brilliant um, i think that could be super cool like yeah a stop loss order for your st- for your staking assets yeah yeah honestly yeah that, that'd be really cool if you guys did that um i think that would definitely get you a lot of uh a lot of traction uh is there anything else that you wanted to share about the uh i have just uh i've just been reminded by a team member there's it's still kind of early in the morning for me and there's there's so much about taboo i get excited about uh just real quick going back to your question of the name taboo there is a second inspiration i completely for forgot that i i can't believe that i forgot and that's that especially in cosmos if you're using a desktop experience there's just too many tabs open like like you'll have a tab for kepler wallet you'll have a tab for osmosis tab for stargaze this tab for you know whatever you might need to check um certain chains you know in the early days before kepler had support for everything i would have three different omniflix tabs open to stake with chihuahua and like some of the other networks that you guys were the only front end for so part of the the name like the first part tab comes from let's let's kill all the all the tabs and remove the need for it and put everything in one place we love that uh that's definitely much needed as well um so yeah man we appreciate you coming on and uh sharing some you know some ideas from taboo looking forward to the launch of that uh hopefully by the end of this month if not you know sometime in july i'm sure um but very excited for that i try to check out the new wallets because i just want to you know see which one one thing just an idea for you too there's no wallet right now that shows you the entire value of your uh, you know, wallet on the chain in a at least way that I found that it aggregates all the totals, you know, like from every chain. There's not a wallet out there right now that on mobile shows you the total 
um, value of your of your wallet address. Besides, I guess Pulsar, but they're not on wallet. Wait, is that you ever, I haven't even thought about that, but yeah, that's crazy. No, that's that's absolutely one of the things we offer for sure. You know that that's now that you mention it, that is crazy. I'm thinking of Cosmo Station and Kepler. Um, yeah, no, we we absolutely support that. Without a doubt, you have your grand total balance, all chains aggregated, LPs, um, staked assets, liquid assets, etc. Like exactly what you're looking for, as it should be, right? It seems seems almost common, yeah, not right. common sense, but like this should be the default, yeah. That, well, then I'm very much looking forward to uh, the taboo launch for sure. Well, glad I am. Yeah, um, I guess one the, the the one other thing I'll mention, we haven't released. I'll say exactly how they're going to be distributed. But there are some NFTs accompanying the launch that for sure a good chunk of them will be on Stargaze. We're actually thinking about how it might work to split the collection between Omniflix and Stargaze. So actually question for you guys, Omniflix team. One of the reasons we're focused on Stargaze for this launch right now is because these NFTs are going to be given away for free. No mint. They're going to be through various giveaways, airdrops as rewards for signing up to the wallet, this sort of thing. Um, and we want to make a DAO with them. And so Stargaze, as far as we know, is the closest to NFT DAO support, but maybe Omniflix has some alpha in that regard, because what we want to do is basically let this DAO influence the development of the wallet. So it'll just be a signaling DAO at first, because the wallet's not a smart contract. You can't have direct control, but by having these NFTs, you'll be able to have a vote to say, like, prioritize adding this chain or prioritize this feature or you know, whatever else it might be. Or we might pose questions at, at times where the community can use the DAO to like vote yes or no on it, that sort of thing. I would say that we're probably even better suited for that, for the single uh, reason being, so with us, you can, you know, you can drop a soulbound NFT to, you know, the people in your community that participate in some in some event or, you know, whether it be a proof of participation or, um, you know, what have you, you drop them to, you drop the NFTs to them, then they get token gated access to a video on Omniflex TV, which you can make interactive, so you can have voting within the video, and uh, you know, at a, whatever segment or portion uh, point within the video that you want, you can ask them the uh, questions for, for feedback in the form of true, false, multiple choice, poll question, short answer, long answer, uh, you know, whatever you want, and then implement the questions, and then it publishes out a video on Omniflex TV, um, and as you go through, you'll have a um, aggregation of all the data that shows you how the people voted and uh, you can also ask them to give you direct feedback in words. Hmm. Okay. So what, so, and it would be such that, you know, one, uh, I don't think we'll go soul bound because for example, well, like they, some people in the audience, they're, but, uh, either, either way. Yeah. Okay. So like it would be what one NFT equals one vote. It could be set up sort of. Exactly. And so you could hold multiple. Okay, very interesting. You know, this is this is something that's frustrated me personally lately and the Taboo team, um, where who's very aligned with me as far as like truly interchain and, and fairly chain agnostic, is like when the hell are we getting these cross-chain NFTs? Like just native seamless, um like genuine question. Like you guys are an NFT chain. Any insight on progress there? Cause like it'd be so much easier if we could just launch wherever it doesn't matter because it's not a mint um it's just going to be in our wallet and just have them be on whatever chain and marketplace they want to be 
Like how how far are we from that? I know there's many projects working on it. Sisla, tell me about the game of nodes. Game of NFTs, sorry. Yes. Yes. You can go ahead. So yeah, I won't give a timeline, but there are teams working. There are UIs that are already ready. The Omniflix team also built a UI, goin.omniflix.market, where you can now seamlessly transfer NFTs between Stargaze, uh, Omniflix, of course, Irishnet, Uptake, and Juno. Pretty seamless. Wait, right now, as it's live or in development? No, it is live. You can go to goin.omniflix.market and you can access that there. Oh, so so we could just launch the whole collection on Omniflix and then send half to Stargaze, which is kind of what we were thinking, but they'll still be the same collection. Yeah, these are uh, these are all devnets, uh, no chain. Like, oh, none okay. Of are, yeah, none of us actually pushed it uh, to production, but uh, yeah, we'll get there pretty but soon. But it, it's fully functioning and working on testnet environments. Okay, that's yeah, and you that's don't need very to write a, I didn't know we were that close. Yeah, and you don't need to write a single line of code. You don't need to be a developer to be able to access this. All, uh, all of it can be accessed via the UI. Yeah. Is is the implementation you currently have? I would assume bidirectional. Like, if I had something on Iris, could I send yeah. it to Omniflex and and vice versa? Yeah. That's right. Okay, that is phenomenal. That makes me very excited. I'm gonna have some chats with the team after this. Mm-hmm. For sure. And uh, yeah, with respect to the details around utilizing interactive videos as a way to get feedback or engage with your community that is quite possible uh, i'm sure you've seen the interactive video earlier or you know, i might have shown you that earlier uh, babylon is actually utilizing that to get uh, votes from their community uh, for a specific meme competition so uh, we've had cosmos awards uh, with uh, scott that led the operations here uh, who also went ahead and took votes from the community I think 470 people, or I just forget, like it was about 500 people or just over that, that answered almost 18 questions or 18 categories of, uh, you know, like 18 categories where, uh, uh, you know, where there was voting. So Cosmos Awards also utilized interactive videos uh, for that. So, you know, it can be like pretty handy uh, to combine that with interactive videos, but Definitely, you know, uh, eventually we'll have Cosmos and Dada on Omniflix as well. And uh, it'll be creator-specific infrastructure, creator and community-specific infra uh, that'll end up utilizing media as well. So, Awesome. That, yeah. Okay, so well, guys, I'm, I'm... Uh, yeah. Uh, earlier we were talking about NFT for Tabu, right? And so the problem, for, it's my personal opinion, is like many of our users in Cosmos are like, they use... Uh, Known hardware wallets, like like they either go with Kepler and those, and after some time they learn about things and then they move on to hardware wallets. So if it is a soul bound NFT, then it's not justice for them. Like it's just my opinion. Yeah, definitely it depends on the community with with respect to the token and uh, transferability status. So it can be any which way. Definitely depends on the use case. Timmy, you were also saying something. I was just going to add, I'm, I'm happy to say that uh, the Omniflix interactive videos are actually very much already on both our radar at Taboo and mine for Interchain Info and Spark. So we're definitely going to be building some stuff with that in the future already. Nice. So, you know, NFTs, we understand. Let's discuss more about that. Uh, Flix token as part of the wallet, 
we definitely understand thank you for you know making sure that it's available at launch or you know possibly available at launch and uh, how else do you think uh, omniflix and uh, you know tabo app can collaborate or what else do you see as a you know potential synergy and can you share you know, what the roadmap looks like and what features you are excited about the most these are two questions but no one but yeah on the on the synergies front i don't know if i have like anything specific that comes to mind aside from like the general message we want to get across to all projects in the cosmos where you guys are the ones building a, a protocol that's going to evolve and add new features and new demands new um you know new ways that uh, your users might want to experience the ux or interact with it so i don't have a specific answer to that first question other than to say the whole vibe we're going for is we want projects to feel free to reach out to us anytime when they have an idea for synergy like we have this new feature that's coming up we know it's not supported by kepler but we want it to be easy to access um hit us up like um no specific thoughts in mind or i mean i guess i'll i'll say some of the basics so at the moment like um our nft integration You'll look at your NFT natively in the wallet. You'll get the last sale price, the floor price, attributes, information about the collection. Um, but if you wanted to list it, you would have to click a, a view on OmniFlix button and go do that. And that's something that's already on our um, roadmap to update. So you will be able to list and buy NFTs directly from our native interface uh, without having to load up like OmniFlix in a separate you know embedded web browser or something like that so that's a definite that's on the on the horizon but that's also for all nft uh, like platforms so anything specific my answer would just be let us know like come to us and let us know what you guys need to make your protocol the best version of itself that it can be and just another benefit that i forgot to mention before uh with omniflex obviously is you know with us you have the option to list your uh your nfts in uh, Akash or Juno or Osmosis or Adam or uh, Chihuahua or Flix. So um, you know, when when you talk about your collection that your guy that you guys are going to be putting out, uh, another thing to consider is you'll be able to reach more communities too through um, you know through OmniFlix. Yeah, actually, how do you guys, as as you all know, so hopefully this isn't a surprise. Me as Timmy, not a huge NFT person, so I'm actually a little ignorant on some respects. How do you guys handle floor prices for like various assets? Do you just convert to USD? So like, cause I assume one collection, you know, there might be a sale in Atom and then a sale in Osmo. Uh, is it just a USD conversion or? Yeah, they're listed in the native asset. So, you know, one Atom floor versus say 20 Osmo floor might not be the same or 10, uh, 10 Osmo floor, they might not be the same. So. They're listed directly in their native asset, and the lease is listed in USD. So, you know, that's where you can get the floor value in USD, as well as you know, you can see token specific, uh, you know, floor values. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So yeah. So some some other like just insight into how NFTs will work in our wallet. You'll have the flexibility to you know either just look at them all or separate by chain so you can you know see your omniflix one your stargaze ones your iris juno whatever whatever else we end up integrating for that 
let's see what else. You had a second question there, Sisla. I apologize. What was it again? No, it was uh, primarily around the features you are excited the most uh, that you think, you know, will highlight or differentiate Taboo. You know, these can be roadmap or at launch, but what are you excited about the most? Okay, let me let me think of a future roadmap item. And actually, I'll have some of my team weigh in too. But my first gut answer is actually some of the stuff we've already covered, which may be no surprise, which is why I was eager to jump into it. But namely, Wallet Connect, which should just be a basic. <laughs> like, it's funny that that's something to get excited about. But then like really just specifically the overall UX is what I'm personally most excited about. So the tabulator, the NFT section, um, the way we show your various yield bearing, the way we just show your assets in general is like much more friendly. You can see all your Osmo in one place. And then if you want, get a breakdown of how much is liquid staked uh, in LP pools, et cetera. So what I'm personally most excited about is the overall UX of the wallet. Um, but as for future roadmap items that are later down the road, oh, actually, let's, looks like we have Brandon here in the audience. Could we invite Brandon Comer up? He might be a much, uh, he might be perfect to answer this one. He's, he's the big brains behind Taboo. I'm his, I'm his helper. <laughs> so I think he has a much better, better layout of long-term vision. Um, and I think he is available to speak. So if you shoot him an invite, he should. Yeah, we'll do. Hey, how's it going, guys? There we go. How's it going, Brandon? Thanks for joining. I hope I've I hope I've done us decent in your absence. As always, Mister Tenement Timmy. Um, always. But yeah, sorry, I just joined late. We had a we had a series of meetings this morning, so sorry about that. No problem. So I, I was just about to answer um, and and flounder a little bit because I'm honestly so much excited. I'm so excited for just the stuff we're gonna have at initial launch. But uh, Sisla's wondering what are some like roadmap or long term feature updates that particularly excite you? Yeah, I mean, long term, I think shifting focus to more of like a smart contract based wallet, being able to do things like key rotation, um, doing things like social recovery, things like that. I think those things are going to be really interesting from a technical standpoint. And I think a lot of people are, I, I think the end goal is to basically replace your hardware wallet with like your smartphone. How can you basically turn your iPhone into a ledger in a sense? Because um, you see like with all these different, you know, different firmware updates and different hacks, hardware wallets aren't actually what they're kind of cooked up to be. They can be a little bit, you know, vulnerable. Um, and so that's kind of a focus of ours is how do you move away from that? Also, just like I was doing a couple trades yesterday and it took me like 30 clicks of my ledger just to approve a transaction with like a bunch of contracts in it. So that kind of a that kind of sort of UX is just not manageable for most people. I got tired of trading by the end of it. So if I'm like if me as a dedicated like crypto person gets tired of the UX, I'm sure what's a normie going to think on that? And so that's what we're trying to solve for. That's obviously a long term vision. Uh, sort of the near term vision. Some stuff that I really want to get out there is sort of like a NFT market aggregator that can help Omniflix and Stargaze both sort of expand and compete with Ethereum. Um, we had some really cool NFT and DAO functionality in the app, but unfortunately iOS uh, did not think that was appropriate for their app store. So I'm reworking it into the V2 release. Um, so like DAO DAO support's gonna be really cool. Um, 
I think it all kind of culminates into sort of like an explore page. Like what we need in Cosmos is sort of a place where everyone can go and experience different apps, um, but with a generalized UX that people are used to. Right now, if you want to go to a DAP, maybe you go to Cosmos Station, right? You use their, you use their DAP store or whatever they call it. You're just basically clicking into 100 different websites with different UXs. It's, it's important to standardize that. And so well, you'll have the same. Ex- I use. I used our favorite analogy earlier, Brandon, of like if your banking app took you to the ACH website or Swift or something like that, or Venmo. Like imagine if Venmo took you to some like you know TradFi yeah. website and was like, here, do transfer here. And honestly, that's where the whole idea of Taboo comes from. I used to build digital banking apps for banks like Chase and TD Ameritrade, and honestly, if you if you work on those, you'll understand that it's a lot similar to what DeFi is. So like. Every little feature in a banking app is actually a different system with a completely set of different users and a completely different set of IDs. Um, Your ACH is a different system from your checking account, which can be a different system from your credit card, which is different from your mortgage. But it all comes out in a cohesive experience on a digital banking app. If you use like a Chase app, for example, you're never kind of wondering like, well, how do I do this? It's all in the same app. Um, what we want to do is rebuild that that TradFi experience, but using DeFi protocols as the underlying uh, protocol, uh, underlying technology that powers it. And you can do that definitely. I mean, think about your credit systems like Umi and Mars. You have checkings, you have savings account with like things that are like uh, mm-hmm. either LPs with no bonding period, supplying on lending, stuff like that. So we can get to the same experience of TradFi, but we can replace it with DeFi which is like a realistic experience that people want with that can, that crypto can actually benefit people in the real world. Um, but without kind of like the Ponzi-nomics of a lot of you know, like the lower end of the spectrum. I got a, I got like a million dollar question for you. Um, so let's say I have a wallet and let's say it's compromised, you know, whether it be through clicking a link or, you know, maybe you left your phone unlocked at a party and someone grabbed it and, uh, and made off with your phone and now they've got access to your private keys if you have them in your phone and then now they have access to your money. How, is there ever going to be a solution that will allow you to generate a new private key from a wallet if you're, like, already logged into the wallet and you can prove that it's your wallet through, um, you know, if you have your keys still as the actual wallet holder and maybe the criminal that stole it doesn't know how to really use it and you got some time there to switch out your private key will there, will there ever be a solution where you can swap out your private keys somehow to protect your compromised wallet yeah absolutely that's kind of the, the brandon that's kind of- yeah as you explain this one actually i was going to ask i've gotten many questions over the past couple of weeks as um i've mentioned the term smart contract wallet and you mentioned it a moment ago so there's software wallets like taboo at launch hardware wallets like ledger um and as part of your answer here maybe elaborate a little bit on software wallets because i think uh sorry smart contract wallets because i imagine that's part of the answer here and people are very curious about what exactly that means yeah so the difference between a smart contract wallet and a just a regular kind of like hot wallet is just how it's built. So a smart contract wallet is in the name. It, it runs based off smart contracts on the blockchain. A hot wallet is just something that's kind of built like a Web2 app uh, that uses maybe your, your phone storage to store your private key in an encrypted fashion. Some of these wallets actually do store your private key, even though they say they don't. 
which is a big no-no. So like what with hot wallets, that's kind of like the issue there is like you, it's all kind of up in the ether. Uh, you can maybe like review the, the code if it's open source to see if they're storing your seed. But like, honestly, out of all of us, I mean, even like folks like myself who know how to read code and, and code it themselves, a lot of us don't spend that time doing that just because it's it's not really it's not really reasonable or practical to ask uh, like ten thousand users of your wallet to go review the code if you really want to know what's going on. So that's that's part of the issue with a smart contract wallet. Everything runs on the blockchain, so it's a lot easier in terms of like key management and stuff like that. It all runs on the blockchain, and what you can do with that is you can do things like key rotation. So what you're essentially doing is you're taking the key and you're abstracting it from the user. So the user will never know about the key. They, they don't even need to know the key. All they need to do is have access to the account in some manner, whether that's through authentication, whether that's through, maybe they do have some sort of sub key that they can do. Um, and they can, it's kind of like treating it like a multi-sig in a way. Like one of the examples to answer uh, Chev's uh, question or Che's question is you could have something like a social recovery tool where maybe you have like, it, sometimes you have like an, another email you can set on your Web2 applications. Like say you set up a Google account, it'll say, what's your backup email? You can do the same thing. Maybe you have a backup account. And if you lose your private key, if you know it's, uh, if you know it's like been hacked, uh, you can use that other account to basically recover your account, change the keys, rotate to another set. And that way that bad actor can never be, effect or be effective in, in what they're trying to do. So that's kind of the, the idea there is once we go to a smart contract wallet sort of framework, that can be a lot easier. And, and what exactly what you said can be done. Would that be facilitated by Auth-C, Brandon, or another mechanism? Honestly, Auth-C would be a little bit difficult because Auth-C is yeah. blockchain specific um, in the sense that, well, it's right. not blockchain specific, but like I think a lot of chains are going to start encoding it to work with their custom modules and stuff like that. So it, it's not something that can be generalized yet. There's also a limitation in that not every chain has smart contracts, uh, for example, the hub. And so how, you, you have to ask yourself, like, how, how do you handle, you know, a Cosmos-based smart contract wallet if the hub itself doesn't have smart contracts? It's kind of difficult, right? That's the, that's the big money house in terms of uh, Cosmos. So you got to figure those things out. Um, obviously if everyone had Cosmosm on their chain, uh, life would be a lot easier, but, uh, that's just not how it is. Or maybe ignorant question. If, if ICA was a thing in the form, it was initially promised, would that work? So like you could run the smart contract on say Juno, but it could still control and talk to the hub through IBC. Hey, like obviously we kind of moved away from interrupt me. but sisla's got a hard stop and i have a hard stop at um about eleven twenty, and we gotta get the uh, updates as well um so i apologize but we gotta um we gotta like go on to the community updates now cool no no problem really appreciate you guys having us um i, I would just encourage like anyone and everyone listening including you guys whether you're a user or a project builder um like reach out to us, reach out to my personal account, Timmy, Brandon here, the taboo account, tweet at us, like, tell us what you want to see in a wallet, what, what you want to have for your day-to-day -day user experience. Um, Brandon thinks in technical ways, I think in social ways. And I think the single biggest asset taboo has is that we're going to be very community oriented. So 
really appreciate you guys having us um, and hope to do it again soon sometime, maybe when the when we release. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, when, and best of luck in the process of getting to launch. Uh, back to you, Sisla. Thank you, Brandon, for joining us. And uh, thank you to me for taking us through all the details of the app. And, uh, you know, definitely look forward to the collaboration further, as well as all the best to all of you, the entire team, for the launch. All right, thanks, everybody. Take care. Thanks. We'll probably dip out of here. Unfortunately, can't stay. We have some meetings and then another spaces in a bit. But thanks so much and have a great day, everyone. No problem. You too. Take care. All right. Yeah, Ken, I'll quickly move on to the engineering updates. And uh, yeah. after that, like we can take it forward with any questions that the community yeah. has. So meanwhile, if the community has any questions, like do not hesitate to request and we should be able to accommodate you up here, have you up here. So let's get started. The first one that I'm pretty excited about is the uh, protocol side of things. Uh, we have the interact to claim module. Uh, we'll probably come up with a better name for that, uh, for the feature in the UI, but this is interact to claim ITC is the name of the module that's on the blockchain, the Omniflix Hub blockchain. It's on DevNet. And uh, yeah, uh, I'll quickly give everyone a recap of what it is. Uh, you should be able to, creators or communities should be able to create campaigns where NFTs are given as input. And uh, after an interaction, a claim is processed. So an interaction can here mean burn, transfer, or just hold to prove ownership. And once that is done, uh, an NFT or a fungible token or both can be dropped to the user. So this is a simple explanation of how a claim campaign functions or how a campaign functions with the single call to action being claim. Uh, and if you have a specific NFT from a specific collection, your claim should be processed. Now, a preview was already tweeted and shared in the latest community update, community update 56. And uh, you can go through that if you're keen on tracking the progress around Flixdrop 2. Right now, for those that already know the URLs of the DevNet apps, uh, DevNet on Studio, uh, or Studio on DevNet, or Market on DevNet, you should be able to try it out. Uh, the fanatics, a few of our validators tried it out and uh, yeah, gave uh, pretty good feedback on uh, you know how this was one of the most easiest ways to claim their tokens. And uh, we're very excited to present the UI uh, at the end of this week, most likely on uh, DevNet and later next week on Testnet, so that all the validators also upgrade as required. Uh, apart from this, you know, if this is the base for the Flixdrop, the ITC module or Interact to Claim module, we have what is the stream pay module where the module has been deployed, uh, but the UI is not of the highest of priorities this week because we want to get the entire UI ready for the Interact to Claim module first and then move on to the stream pay module. So both modules will have their own UIs, uh, user interfaces that can be accessed, uh, that, yeah, these can be accessed by everyone for uh, their use without having to write a line of code. This is, you know, this has been my most weighted update and can't wait to actually, yeah, I've been using it. Uh, I got my dopamine hit, but I really can't wait to you know, show this to everyone in the community and also let creators and communities plan their activities utilizing the interactive claim module or the stream claim module. 
now you know how can this work i'll i have a few points listed but i'll probably end up writing a thread about it later uh, more than you know uh, sharing it here but you can utilize the interactive claim module uh, to get your community members who already have an nft you know say sandy or tardigrades or tangle you guys already have community a community that holds your nfts uh, they can interact prove ownership and maybe claim no additional fungible tokens or you know additional nfts that can be like a simple interaction you know that is possible and you can like extrapolate based on that and it can be used for uh, you know dynamic nft upgrades you know where you can like have higher tiers tiers uh, going forward unlocking various features or you know uh, exclusive access you you can also have nft backed crowdfunding that is possible uh you can like run crowdfunding campaigns uh you should be able to yeah you should be able to drive collaborations with other creators you know reward engaging content and uh you can also like have limited edition collectible so you can only set 10 claims for example in the first 10 people uh from within the fantastical animals or the tardigrades community you know can exclusively claim uh you know an edition that that you might want to give out for say christmas or you know, any other day so all of these things are possible uh just hit us up uh the team is already aware of what is possible and we should be able to better help you structure your campaign uh upon launch so yeah interact to claim is something that we are working on stream pay the ui will be ready uh, most likely yeah the interact to claim uh, module will have the ui ready this week uh, we'll most likely post details on the genesis uh, creators channel so if you're not there if you're not active on discord please make sure that you're active and uh, you know you can check it out uh, before anyone with regards to stream page just for people that don't know um, you know what that is can you explain how that's like a useful product for the community to utilize sure why not uh, stream page is in short a uh, module that can facilitate programmable payments now what do i mean by that if i want to like pay ken or you know whoever else over a period of time right now i can't do that because you know every other uh, blockchain has the ability only to like instantly transfer tokens but here you can like transfer tokens in a time based format and you should be able to do it you know in multiple ways so you can set an end date and have the tokens streamed continuously so with every passing second you will have like tokens available for claim you can schedule that to be delivered at a specific time so after that time period you will have the claim button enabled you can also do that in you know epochs so what does that mean if you have like one day epochs and if you want to do it over a period of 10 days that is also possible and the creator can stop the stream whenever they want so there is a flag that says you know uh, that indicates whether the stream is cancelable or not and this flag gives guarantee so if i want to pay ken and uh, you know i have a cancelable stream maybe ken can be suspicious or you know we both agreed upon the same thing earlier but uh, you know if you are probably taking a continuous payment or a periodic payment or a delayed payment uh you know that is that is cancelable you know you might probably want to talk to the other person to understand why it is cancelable because they have the ability to cancel and stop you know at 
at any point in time before you get your payment or even after like a part of the payment is processed right part of the transfer is processed so in short these are streaming payments or you create what a payment streams so you create a payment stream from one account to the other where you can send tokens you know in a continuous format in a time based format and this is not just for the flick stop of course be utilized for the flick stop where the drop tokens get delivered you know in a continuous format but more than that this can be utilized by dows uh, even in the case of media while someone is watching a video while someone is say participating in a space like this if integrated with the stream pay module everyone can end up you know streaming tokens or receiving tokens if a brand is sponsoring the space or a, let's just say we take a video for example there's a live stream that's being run by cito people can go ahead connect or connect their account and start streaming tokens to cito while they're watching his live stream <laughs> if there is a brand like omniflix that's sponsoring the live stream they can go ahead and stream tokens to everyone that is actually watching the stream so it is possible both ways and yeah the stream pay module is something that we have worked on in 2021 and uh, yeah a lot has changed since then and we are extremely excited to be able to feature this as part of the next upgrade yeah. so if you're a, you know a, a project that has you know remote wo- remote workers working for you you could manage your entire payroll infrastructure through streamswap if you wanted to or, i'm sorry it's stream pay yeah stream pay that's right you know it can be a consulting contract it can be you know someone that you want to like temporarily uh have an engagement with but you know neither of you actually operate in a trustful manner like you know if uh, there is this contract you know you can fulfill that by just initiating a stream pay payment stream and you should be sorted out yeah very uh, very good um appreciate you sharing that um and do you want to continue with the uh, with the remainder of the updates so so sure uh yeah this is with respect to the protocol uh we also have uh, worked on odz updates so you know one account can mint someone else's or mint an nft from someone else's account you can have like listings that are handled by others so odz primarily gives us the ability to reach out to more to a more web 2 centric audience where agencies manage accounts for brands that is the use case we are looking at and agencies already have brands and already manage uh, their brands accounts and in this case too they should be able to manage the account uh, just using odz uh, yeah the brands account just using odz so this is a very simple use case uh, we went ahead like yeah this is a simple use case to visualize this this can be like the first one but a quite a lot is possible when it, when we utilize odz and every module that we already have uh yeah more on that a bit later but that is something that you can expect coming to omniflix in the next upgrade we'll also have like a fully you know yeah i'll say we'll have updates around the cosmos sdk the ibc version uh comet or tendermint and uh, you know everything else that's need a bump that needs a bump and uh, yeah we're uh, preparing all guns blazing you know on the you know with respect to the protocol side and making sure that we plan for a binary release say next week so that is where we are at uh, with respect to the protocol side of things getting ready for the flick stop uh, modules to go live yeah and i'm sure people are all ready right. for the impending 
Flix Drop, which is um, which is not far away now. Uh, there's light at the end of the tunnel for that for for uh, all of our uh, community. Yeah, there is light at the end of the tunnel. Like I already got out of the tunnel on Devnet, <laughs> so yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, getting into the you know main net track, or uh, like the test net first, and then the main. Do you have you know, after the for, uh, when people can yeah. expect the uh, the answer to when Flix? Oh, you mean when Flix drops? Yes. Sorry, yeah. Okay. Drop, yeah. Sorry. Have we already answered when Flix can? Like, I think that's the thing of the. Past. Yeah, that was a four twenty. That was a four twenty response. Sorry about that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think you're still used to people. Yeah, I asked so many times. Yeah, now. It's you like could not come out of it. <laughs> sure. So. Yeah, I can't give a timeline right now. It's subject to governance. You can test the app on DevNet. So maybe a few weeks. If you know, if nothing works out, maybe a few more months. I do not know. But yeah, definitely won't be the case. Or hopefully that won't be the case. Uh, once it's on testnet, you know, people are actually the code is live on GitHub. So I mean, I if there are any developers that are you know curious, you can check out the code. Let us know if you find anything that might be you know. Uh, that might be out of place, but once on testnet, people can utilize the UI as well to interact with the, uh, yeah, with the modules and the mechanism. So, yeah, this won't be an incentivized testnet. Uh, people who already received NFTs, uh, yeah, on all clicks with respect to store, they'll all receive NFTs on testnet as well, and these NFTs will be can be utilized to claim clicks or you know test out the drop in a way where you know people are less anxious while doing it on mainnet yeah very good well we are uh, all looking forward to the uh next week of updates that will come a week from today um is there anything else that you had as far as updates for the, the engineering yeah uh you know just to go ahead with a few more updates sleep wallet is now fully integrated into the marketplace the omniflix.market app now supports sleep wallet so Please be uh, on the lookout for that if you're using Leap Wallet. Uh, apart from that, uh, of course, the UI for the interactive claim module is the priority uh, for this week, followed by the UI for the stream pay module as well. So you can expect that to be functional and uh, in place most likely next week. Apart from that, we've had discussions and had additional communication with the game of NFTs participants. And teams have uh, 12 more days before their final submission on June 19th. So if you are a developer, if you are keeping tabs on when the project submission is from a game of NFT standpoint, this is a hackathon around interchain NFTs. Uh, please note that June 19th is the last date where uh, your submission, your final submission can be sent. And with respect to the DAO activity, yeah, the latest community update uh, includes details about everything that's being worked on and planned within the Flixverse. And uh, yeah, give it a read. Let us know your thoughts and anything else that can be added or removed from it uh, you know, with respect to the community updates that we already have. Finally, uh, I'll say excited for next week. I'm really excited for next week right now because by then we'll probably have a few more people uh, creators, especially the ones that are already here with us, you know, weekly uh, since the last year, year and a half. I'm excited to, you know, present the interactive claim module in the stream pay modules 
and work with all of you to be able to structure your ops around that and you know if you have any creative ideas you know, more than happy to be able to help you push that forward and uh, yeah take it forward to the next level can yeah that's about it that concludes my updates for the week uh, i hope i was brief and informative so if there is anything else that yeah if there's anything else that anyone wants to know from an engineering standpoint do not hesitate to reach out to us on telegram discord or also on twitter and uh, yeah uh, yeah can you can go ahead. yeah i guess um we can shut this bad boy down i just want to say really um quickly once again happy to see super air back in uh in action even if in a slight um you know slight form um i'm sure he'll be back very soon very happy that you're feeling better and uh to everybody else in the community thank you so much for joining us if you're on the east coast wear, wear your mask when you go outside because it is absolutely disgusting outside uh thank you canada for the uh smog and smoke from the forest fires love that uh killing my asthma um but i was able to get through it with you guys and the power of uh community thank you guys love you and be kind to each other Thank you, Cecil, for your time today as well, and to everybody else that joined us. Have a great day. See you next week. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was OmniFlix, Flix Talk Episode 71, recorded on Wednesday, June 7th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And did you know you can find all the OmniFlix spaces over at FlixSpaces.org? dot com nice i'm gonna I'm tell you something so when the world starts to get really bad and these mugs out here robbing you gonna love digital currency all these motherfuckers they be running and gunning and i'm all like i'm sitting back just having fun in the sun and i'm like one out of a hundred i'm just building up on it to some of everything we built her in the last hundred upsets you're getting salty feeling faulty you ain't no man i keep robo here grinning it it throwing up anarchy smoking toiletries in philosophies, look at the dossier. We rack like geology. There's layers to this shit, like it's sedimentary. All these little onion peels getting torn off and buried. Imagine the smell. That shit is a vital experience. Without knowing how you will not survive. Period. Uh, <laughs> he's a fucking trip, man. Jimmy, if you Jimmy, if you listen to this, right, you're getting absolutely fucking ripped to death, like on a spaceship of a life. You little troglodyte bastard. I hope you fucking listen, I hope you come to my house soon. I swear to God, man, I've got fucking loads of weapons and my dogs, man. Mate, you just a little rat, man. Go on, fuck off, man. Go on, fuck off. Harmony. No, no, the wonder you're looking for a fucking job. You fucking idiot. You've just been fucking at the desk. Fuck off. Try to change the course of the portion philosophy I'm just here for the corporation sponsored lobotomy Feels like I won the lottery Like I'm ghosting this pottery Chill, Demi Boy, the shit's supposed to be haunting If it wasn't, ain't no puzzle You would try to train your muscle Air dropping like a fatal hustle But the pay is busting Think of all the loss of crew Just to pick up off the tricky custom Not figured all those sub-downs Would make up for something I guess it just goes to show The fuck do I know? At least it's 
quiet over here, I like my little silo It's better than watching them fight over how to divide My time between sitting at the desk and the ride home Devs at Mickey D's, they leeching off that Wi-Fi Zapdos and Moldy shipping more than five guys Console open, waiting for the kamikaze When the flash loans bang, they feeling like paparazzi Snapshot motherfuckers We got layers, meteora jawbreaker We cracking a lot of craters We rapping a lot of pay dirt Maxing out relators Imagine the smell, five dollar wrench to your dark Vader it's, it's really funny uh, to us at Binance that everyone here is talking about uh, blockchain attack. We know who all the validators are, we know, we know where they live, and we're, and we're going to their house with a wrench, a big wrench, and we will attack them with the wrench, and then we will take their validator home physically and put it in a truck and drive it to China. Right, so this is an extension of the, the activities you performed on, on BTC, right? Uh, funding and creating these massive uh, Bitcoin mines, putting them in caves, putting them in, in uh, factories that were abandoned in the past, and also using electromagnetic pulse bombs to detonate uh, the USA and the other country mines, right? So you're now applying this strategy to, to Lunk uh, in order to take over the chain, is that correct? Uh, it's more simple. There's no uh, EMP bomb, it's just a van of men in uh, Balaclava and they have wrench and they're taking the physical validators from people's houses. They are usually very fat and they're usually uh, in the shower with, you know, with trying to wash uh, their mice uh, droppings off their uh, clothes. So it's very simple. We just walk in and we take it. But if there is someone who is sitting at the computer or sleeping at the computer, we, uh, we hit them with the wrench really, really hard. And then they say, stop. Don't do that again. And we say, that's okay. Just mm -hmm. give us your validator note. And then they give it to us and we drive it to China. Chamber Spaces.